0: Welcome to the Swim Swim podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest. She is fresh off of the Tack Titans long course premiere invite meet, where she threw down a slew of best times. Today, we are sitting down with Claire Curzan. Hi, guys. Talking to you. Uh, obviously, the 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 Tac Titans had a long course meet. Uh, you got to race a lot of events. Can you take me through the meet and how you thought it went for you?
1: Um, I thought the meet went really better than expected. Um, if you guys would have seen me on Monday for practice for the week before the meet, uh, Bruce actually looked at me after the set and he was like, Claire, just for this kick set, just warm down. Don't don't kick, just warm down. So I kind of went into the meet. Like just with the, whatever, let's just see, um, how this is going to work out first long course meet back. So, I mean, the meet went way better than I could have ever anticipated.
0: <laughs> so, so that means Monday you weren't feeling so hot in the water. Oh,
1: no, not at all. Not at all.
0: <laughs> okay. What, what has been trained? What has training been like these last few weeks leading up to this meet?
1: We've definitely. I've just been doing a lot more of everything. So I've been doing doubles. Um, I've been trial. Dryland's been super hard. Aaron's been working us pretty good. Um, practices have been super hard. So just really preparing for trials as we're getting so close.
0: Yeah. And then again, you said you know, kind of going into this meet, just let us let's, let's see what we got. Um, take me through your first swim and, and what you kind of thought after that one.
1: Uh. So. I was really excited because normally 100 frees on the last day, so you're kind of tired. Don't really want to swim it. Um, So having it the first day was really exciting, and I was really ready for it. Um, Tori is obviously an amazing freestyler, so I was also super pumped just to be next to her. Um, And then being able to drop time in it, I I was really happy with that swim, and it kind of, I feel like, set me up really well for the weekend and just made me excited to swim Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously from our side, the big story was you were racing Tori so much in this weekend. Um, how did you feel about that heading into the meet, knowing you were going to have at least a few different races with Tori?
1: I, I was actually really excited. Um, I haven't raced her, I think since Budapest, which has been forever now. Um, so I know she always puts up a good fight, so I was really excited just to be able to be next to her. She's such brings such a high level of competition to it, and she's also yeah. such a great person just to be around.
0: So. Yeah, so you were you were fifty four four to to Tori's fifty three four in that hundred meter freestyle. Um, best times for both of you, and then the next day uh, is the hundred fly. Can you take me through that prelim swim?
1: Um. So. I was just trying to have fun. I mean, we've been working on just really fly stroke counts and everything um, in practice just to kind of get everything down to the exact 10th of a second. Um, so I was really happy with my prelim swim. That's the fastest I've ever been in prelims. And I think it just set me up really well for finals.
0: Yeah. the You said you've been working really hard in practice to get everything down, even to a 10th. Um, do you, I mean, do you feel really in tune with, with your stroke and and with those little details right now, even it being long course?
1: Yeah. So with that being such a focus in my training, I think it's really comforting to know how kind of focused in, I am on all that. Um, and just being able to kind of see it pay off in the meets and actually work out how we train it and practice. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, this final swim was a stacked field. You had Tory, um, but then you had Alyssa Tetzloff, Bailey Nero, who are post-grads based out of North Carolina. You had your teammate Charlotte hook, um, had a a, a couple other in cappers in there. I mean, there was, it it was a stacked field. How did you feel heading into that final heat?
1: Uh, I'm always just nervous for those final races because you kind of work really hard for it and you really want to do well. Um, and also just being next to all those high caliber swimmers, you just kind of want to like step up to their level. Um, so I was nervous going in and I actually, <laughs> I was behind the timeline. So I was changing in my suit and I was the last one in the locker room. And I was like, my friend was in there with me. I was like, no, you have to stay. Like, I need someone just like, calm me down. So I don't miss my event. Um, so that kind of got my adrenaline pumping before the race and didn't really let me think about it or worry about it too much. Um, and just kind of set me up good for it.
0: Yeah. And then again, you mentioned the details, uh, heading into that finals race. What were you focusing on specifically in that, in that race execution?
1: So Bruce has been working on like stroke counts and stroke rates with me. So, um, the last 50, we've been trying to get it under 30. So I was really excited to be able to see the 29.9 uh, for my second 50.
0: The, that is really exciting for everyone involved. I think, uh, Twenty nine ninety nine coming home. You're six twenty. That puts you at the number two per American performer all time behind Dana Vollmer. Um, with, has that even set in yet or did that set in at a certain point that night?
1: <laughs> um, it still hasn't really fully set in. Um, it definitely did not set in right after the race. I, I got out and I was like, Oh, like I, I did, I did a good back half. I'm proud of myself. And then we I went to the warm down pool and I was chatting with my friends and I didn't even realize what I went. I was like, wait, what was my final time? I don't even know. So it's just kind of been snowballing of like what I've been learning about that swim. And I don't know, it's just been really fun about it.
0: <laughs> you didn't even know where you went.
1: No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> where were you? when you did learn what you went were you surprised
1: (laughs) yes because in my head after the hunter free swim i kind of knew i was going to drop time like i was hoping i was going to go 56 Mm -hmm. um but i thought like 56 4 like 56 5 i didn't really expect 56 2 so
0: (laughs) did did that swim feel easy did it feel hard you know did you did you finish and you're like oh that was a good back half but like oh
1: Surprisingly, no. Like I, I was pretty energized after it. I was, it hurt, but it, I didn't feel that bad. So that was nice.
0: That is nice. And you, you know, you mentioned it has snowballed, um, the amount you've learned about that swim since then. Um, obviously besides what I just said, has it have? what else have you learned about that swim?
1: I learned that it was a junior world record, which was just kind of crazy to think about, um and I learned that it was a National Age Group record and a U.S. Open record. So
0: yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, after we're, I know for for a lot of people when they have big swims like that, you know, it's kind of it it can unsettle you in the way of like really energize you. And then you you might have trouble sleeping or or focusing or moving on to the next swim. Did any of that happen for you after that swim? Like, after, like you said, that it started snowballing? Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it really did that. Like It did a lot to like, kind of make me excited for trials and just kind of assure me that like my training's paying off and I'm really seeing those results. Um, but I think, it hasn't really done anything else other than that. So that's nice.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, and I'm sure it's nice to have done that in your home pool. I'm guessing that was a bit of a comfort as well.
1: Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter kind of where I do my swims. I just was fortunate to be able to have tack and go long course. So I don't think it really would have mattered, but it was definitely nice just kind of being with the home crowd and being able to go home and celebrate with my family.
0: Yeah. And so did you, do your, are your parents swim savvy? Did they realize uh, w- w- that the significance of that time when you came home and was like, Hey, this is what I did.
1: Uh, it was mainly Bruce kind of telling me, and I think he relayed it to them. So they, they love researching their stuff. They're big swim nerds. So they probably knew before I did.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, and so then the final day, uh hundred back 50 free. Did I miss any events in there? No. Okay uh so can take me through that double
1: so i was really excited for it because you know 50 free love that event one one length of the pool um and then hunter back is always just kind of like my comfort event um it's never really like a huge focus in my training mainly fly but I do do occasional backstroke in there so it's always nice just to be able to get in there and race a little backstroke um so I was really happy with that swim I really wanted to go under a minute so it was nice to finally be able to pass that milestone um and then 53 I was next to Tori again which is so fun um we actually tied in prelims and then we tied again in finals which is ridiculous um and I was just really happy with both swims
0: Yeah, the like you said, hunter back getting under a minute is a huge milestone in the long course event. And you (laughs) blew that one out of the water at fifty nine three. Uh how did did was that swim surprising to you as well? Just not only to get under a minute, but to really get under a minute?
1: I think a little part of me knew like I, I had to go under a minute because I've been one double low for so long. Um, but I didn't think I was going to go 59 three. Um, so I was really happy that I was so far under that.
0: Yeah, that that seems really exciting. And then, uh, the, the, in, in finals, you and Tori tied, but you ended up getting disqualified for, uh, for underwatering a little too far. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, was that was that a frustration especially considering you you talked about working on those little details so much?
1: Um, I mean it's hard to see but stuff like that happens so it's not really a big deal I just kind of know that I can go that time so I think that's the biggest piece of knowledge to take away from it um but I think now it's good because it's kind of a learning experience I'd rather it happen at that meet instead of somewhere like trials so I'm probably going to focus focus on it more now um just to make sure that I'm keeping my underwater kicks fast
0: (laughs) yeah and like you said you and Tori tied in prelims you tied in finals you had two other pretty titanic battles or races um you know, and and you guys, you guys are friends. Did you get to talk at all throughout the weekend at the end of the weekend and say, kind of talk about takeaways you both had from the meet?
1: We never really had like a lot of time alone, but little like snippets in the ready room. And then we talked a little bit after the hunter fly, which was really fun. Just kind of saying great job. You did so amazing. Thank you so much for pushing me. So,
0: yeah, nice. And so then just moving forward, um, what do you, what are you thinking now? What's the plan after not feeling so great this week, but then having a meet like this.
1: Um, I'm hoping Bruce still lets me taper for trials because the last two non-taper meets I've done pretty well. Um, so fingers crossed for that, but I think I'm really excited to just be able to get as like a substantial amount of rest, just to kind of see how good I can feel and how fast I can go.
0: Yeah. I, obviously you're, you're still, uh, on the younger side for swimming, but you've had your fair share of taper meets and experience just with resting. Um, do you feel pretty confident in just you yourself, your body through the resting process and kind of knowing what to expect, um, throughout a taper?
1: Um, I've actually just kind of started to relearn it, um, with training, make, like it being so hard. Um, I've just been really tired all the time. So when you finally kind of get that rest, my, you kind of dip down to like feeling weird, but then you finally like get your stroke. So just kind of learning to not freak out when you feel horrible, um, and just wait for it to come. Cause it always comes at the right time. So.
0: Yeah. In, in the past, uh, when you've rested for big meets and especially, you know, meet like world junior championships, um, which was kind of, you know, a double taper situation. Um, what do you feel like did work for you throughout that process?
1: I think making sure for the double taper, it was really nice to come back up to come back down. I think it was difficult because we might've came down a little too much before nationals. So it made it harder to do that double taper going into those juniors. So I think making sure to prepare for that time beforehand that you're not tapering too early, um, cause I think that's a little bit harder when you get into the later of the week.
0: Yeah. And had, uh, again, learning that process of not freaking out, um, when, when, when everything doesn't feel perfect, um, do you feel like, do you feel like this meet gave you some good experience in that field, especially considering where you were at the beginning of the week?
1: I I think it really did because I was I was nervous like I cannot explain to you how how bad I felt Monday but you know it came around Friday my fly was feeling good and so it just made me excited and it kind of calmed me down
0: nice well Claire I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat today it's it was great catching up and again from a media perspective great seeing the results you put up last weekend um any parting thoughts before we sign off
1: Just thank you for having me. I always have a blast on here.
0: You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.